Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, and today I wanted to have an honest chat with you about launching because, yeah, I've done my fair share, dozens of them, in fact, and I have worked with heaps of email experience students, clients, as well as just generally being in the world of launching. And there are a thing or two I have learnt and definitely a bit of a reality check I think many people need. You know, it's the big dream that many of those online gurus share, you know, create a signature program, launch it and rake in six figures in no time. And while I would love to say that this is true, sadly, it just isn't. Not in, I'd say, probably about 98% of cases. You know, launching and online programs might not be the magic bullet to a multi-million dollar business in a day a week. Um, Hopefully, (laughs) that's not disappointing to many of you out there. And that's okay. It's okay if that is not what happens for you. To those who have achieved that, I give massive props and I am not discrediting all their work and their achievements. But sometimes we see these entrepreneurs doing amazing and making it look easy that when we try and fail to reach such epic goals that we feel like a fraud or a failure or that something is wrong with us. And that is simply not the case. So today I wanted to share with you something a bit closer to reality. And after having worked with so many people on this and having my own experiences, um, in the past seven years, I've seen a lot and I want to share this truth with you. Um, seven truths, in fact, that um, I want to share across this episode. So truth number one is the online marketplace is busier than ever. Many of the online course experts out there have been around 10 to 15 years. They began when this industry was new. And it was a whole lot easier to sell people on the benefits of creating a course or growing an email list or creating a Facebook group or just any form of course back then, like a money mindset thing, whatever it is, you know, there just weren't many options out there at that time. It is so different now, though. You can barely scroll through three social media posts without seeing someone who has some sort of online program. And that's great. You know, it means that more people are using this amazing business model to build a flexible business for themselves. But simple competition means that there's more options out there. People, it's a noisier marketplace and we need to do more to stand out. There simply wasn't as much competition 10 years ago than there is now. So we just can't expect those same results and for people just to be handing over their credit card willy-nilly. And side note, you know, there's all this talk of recession and inflation and all of this stuff going on at the moment. And people are noticing, like even in the most recent months, people I know who have done extraordinarily well in past launches haven't done so well in their recent ones. And I felt that in my most recent launch too. It's just the nature of the market, simple competition and different market factors can impact on how you perform. So the marketplace being busier, people being more conservative with their spending, it has an impact and that has nothing to do with 
you. So it's not a bad thing. It's just a reality check. So it just means that we need to be extra clever with our positioning and our marketing and our messaging to make sure that your program or membership um, is really targeted to a specific niche or solves a really specific problem so that you can stand out from the crowd of same. So that's truth number one. The online marketplace is busier than ever. So don't expect the same results. Number two is don't expect overnight results. So similarly, we see this messaging around five or six figure launches as if it happens just like that. Now, in the majority of cases, people that are getting those results have been doing this thing for years. Or perhaps they just had, if they had a really successful first launch, often it's because they have a really highly engaged audience already, not just going the back of a, you know, going from service-based work with a fairly booked calendar, but no email list to market off and no big social media presence. Yes, it is fantastic if you can start to switch to having a leveraged business model, but you can't expect that unless you, that if you don't have the audience there, that all of a sudden your first launch, you're going to be making these five or six figures. You know, it takes strategy. There's, we don't have these overnight results. So I see this all the time, like with clients and email experience students, that they do their first launch and sell only a handful of places and they think they failed or that there is something wrong with their program. And so they think, oh, I have to change everything and start from scratch. Instead, I celebrate with them. Selling one means there are people interested and now they can refine their offer and build their audience and go again and again and again. We all have to start somewhere. You know, we'll talk number shortly, but unless you have this massive following, it is just not going to happen instantly. It takes time and that's okay. I have never had a six-figure launch. I haven't even had a six-figure year with the email experience, my signature program. But the email experience has generated well over six figures in income. So I wouldn't say that wasn't a success. I wouldn't say because my first couple of launches, I only had a handful of sales. It's made a significant income for me, and it has made had a huge impact in my life. But this has taken commitment in launching it again and again and constant refining of my messaging, my updates, doing updates to the program and growing my audience. This is over years. So I think the email experience is, is about three years old now, and I had other programs and other offers before that and an audience I have been building. Yes, I reap the rewards now, and it means I have a fantastic leverage business model, but it still, in honesty, hasn't gotten me to the point where I don't need to do one-on-one work if I want to, you know, have a decent, you know, cushy income. Maybe that day will come, maybe it won't, but that's okay. It's still a nice extra piece of income um, that's not to be sneezed at, that I can produce without doing hours and hours and hours of work. And yes, I'm still looking to scale. I'm still looking at different ways to grow it, but it's something that's taken the time. So bottom line is, you know, you just might need to adjust your expectations a little bit as to how quickly you will see the results, but it does pay off if you stick to it. The danger is that you you create something, it doesn't succeed straight away. So you, tr- you throw everything out and you start from scratch. That is where you will find and be stuck in the nothing happening for years and years and years. Instead, start small and then build up a little bit more the next time and a little bit more the next time. Truth number three is that numbers matter. 
So I alluded to the numbers earlier, but this is one thing that has not changed. Okay, so the average conversion rate from email list to course or membership or online program purchase is 0.05 to 2%. So that means for every 100 subscribers you have on your email list, you will get either half a person to two people to join. And that's only if the list is engaged and you've actually been emailing them. You can't just expect to email people um, that you haven't emailed in a year and say, hey, buy my thing, and that the numbers convert like that. You know, that doesn't happen either. So yes, perhaps if you have a great, if you have an engaged list and you're launching something for the first time and it's been in demand, you might have a higher percentage. Um, but over time, you'll find it sit near this range. So this is important to know. So because unless you have that massive following elsewhere, like there's the occasional, you know, entrepreneur who's a fantastic Instagram following or something and they re- are really engaged and everyone's eager to buy. The truth is you need a decent sized email list to have a decent sized launch. So it's also important to know this so that you don't beat yourself up over only getting three sales with an email list of 100. If you did that, you'd be doing better than average. So the solution then is not to change your program. You see a theme here. Um, Not to change it, not to start again. Instead, it's to grow your list of more of your ideal customer. And if you want more advice on that, make sure to check out previous episodes on how to grow your list. There are quite a number of them if you search the back catalog. Okay, truth number four. The lead up to your launch is just as, if not more important as the launch itself. Your launch does not begin when you open the cart, nor does it begin when you promote a webinar or a challenge or a boot camp, whatever thing you have leading up to your launch. Instead, it should begin months ahead, minimum six weeks. You know, not only to grow your list, as you now know, you know, how important having a decent number of people on your list is, but also to ensure you're engaging with your existing subscribers, you know, creating awareness of the challenges and possibilities, helping them, asking questions, um, getting them on a wait list and building anticipation ahead of the launch, letting them know it's coming. So anticipation is key. And if you aren't sending out those emails well ahead of time, you can't expect that when you send an announcement email out of the blue, that they'll want to buy it in the short four-day launch window you give them. So many of these entrepreneurs say, you know, create scarcity, urgency, and have this short window, like 48-hour sale. Well, that, again, only works if they have done a lot of anticipation building ahead of time and there's awareness of it coming so people are already ready to buy when you open the door. That's where we want them to be. We don't want to, you to open the doors and then, then they still have to learn all the things and think about it and take their time. We want them ready to go. Truth number five is that email is still essential. You know, hopefully since you're listening to an email marketing podcast, you want someone who thinks email marketing is old fashioned and not needed to grow a successful online program business. But it's still worth mentioning as sometimes we feel like social media has replaced it in many ways. So in the past, I've spoken at length about emails increased engagement rate. So the average open rate of about 21% versus the average engagement rate on Instagram of 1.6%. So we think about those comparisons already, email wins hands down. But the di- this is, difference is much more significant during sales periods. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but if you post, you know, a really fun, engaging reel or piece of content on Instagram, you know, you get the comments, you get the likes, you get the views. And then you go and post a sales thing, doors open, nobody sees it. They don't, it doesn't even, it's 
if you go to the views as to how many people have seen it, it is low. So how do we ensure people see we have something amazing on offer? By using email. The deliverability doesn't change. It still sits there in their inbox, giving your subscriber the choice whether they're going to open that email or not. Yes, if you're sending more emails than usual towards the end of a launch, the open rates will drop, but they're still getting those reminders in their inbox. It's the subscriber's choice not to open it, not some algorithm. So unless you're going to be using a lot of ads and booster traffic on social media, email marketing is essential if you want people to see your offer and to learn about your offer and, of course, to buy it. Truth number six is that you will need to send more emails than you think. One or two emails will not cut it, probably not even three or four. You know, we can't expect people to make an informed decision about purchasing an offer in such a short launch window without giving them what we need. Yes, hopefully you've done the work ahead of time in the lead up to the launch um, so they are ready to buy, but sometimes they need reminders. Sometimes they need a bit more information, answer some FAQs. Sometimes they just need to see a story about someone like them getting the results. My launches typically require me to write about 30 different emails. So now before you freak out about that, not every subscriber receives every email. So different subscribers get different content based around their unique circumstances. So you can definitely, um, while it's a lot of emails, it's not, not everyone's getting them. Plus I can repurpose them each time and just adjust a few things. So it's not like I'm writing it from scratch. But you can see over time, I've had to build up this library and there's a lot of emails. Plus, um, always, as always, I always include the option for subscribers to opt out of the launch promotion. That's a no-brainer, something you definitely need to do. So if you have been sending valuable, helpful, inspirational content between launches, you will be forgiven for sending a few extra emails during a launch window. You know, they know it's a limited period of time. Normally, they'll stick around. So please send them. You will need to send more than you are comfortable with. And that's okay. I'm not saying 17 emails in three days. I am just saying, you know, probably an email a day at least. And then maybe an additional one, you know, if they've got a deadline, you want to be sending that many across your launch because it's the people that are buying, you know, they just they just need those reminders or they just need that extra piece of information to make an informed decision. And finally, truth number seven is you will get the mindset wobbles. So prepare. <laughs> so, If I could say one truth, especially of first-time launches, is that you will get mid-cart open mindset wobbles. You will question everything and consider yourself a failure. You will wonder why nobody is buying. You'll wonder what's wrong with you. You'll think, oh, you have to go and change everything. This is normal and it's to be inspected. And my advice is to not let it stop you. So don't give up mid-launch because often people buy last minute and you just need to stick it out. So first, keep going. Secondly, where you can schedule as much, you know, schedule as much as you can ahead of time. So you can use it, um, the time mid-launch to look after yourself, to focus on doing some positive things or just connect with the audience, answering questions, having a chat, doing some of those extra fun things that you might think of. Knowing that the essentials, that all those emails that I talked about are scheduled. And of course, with email, you can or pre-schedule it all, or have things that are automated well ahead of time. 
Okay, so there you have it, my seven truths about launching. Hopefully, this hasn't disheartened you. Instead, my hope is that from this episode, you now have an honest picture of what to expect and a realistic view of what you need to do to build a successful course, program, or um, membership-based business where you are launching. Because it is possible. It just might not be that instant result that so many experience. And if you have already launched and have felt like you weren't good enough or nobody wants your offers, my hope is that this episode has encouraged you that it's not you. You are not broken, that it was just a numbers problem or a key strategy you missed, or you might have just had unrealistic expectations from the start. So hopefully um, that is what you're taking away. Hopefully we haven't deterred you from launching and instead you want to look at this from a realistic perspective and you are in this for a period of time. So if you are keen on learning more about launching, using email marketing and exactly what you need to do, then I would love to invite you to um, a free upcoming masterclass I have called Your Lucrative Launch Plan. So it's going to be running live and during it, I will be showing you the four biggest launching mistakes and what to do instead. I will show you how to organize your subscribers. So only those most interested are getting your emails. So that's a bit about the different people getting the different emails thing. And I'll I'll break that down in more detail during that training. And I'll also talk about the three essential stages of a launch and what emails to send when. Plus, as a bonus gift, you will get a free downloadable launch email plan with over 50 emails you can send before, during, or after your launch. It's happening May 30th, and a replay will be available, but you must register at yalekeown.com forward slash launch to get your hands to, to, to join me live or to get that replay. I hope to see you there. I'm really excited for this one. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed from this episode or what you want to know more about next. So please let me know over on Instagram. I am at Yale Keown and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.